When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And joining us out of Japan is Dan Bowden. G'day, Dan. How you doing? Oh, I know. Sorry, Ben's still talking to him. Ben's still talking to him. That's right. It's probably... What, you getting tips on the best sushi bars, Ben? Right? Okay, good. Good. Uh, Dan, g'day, mate. Thanks for joining us. No problem, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. How's Japan treating you? Yeah, not too bad, actually. Um, weather's starting to warm up, so pleasant place to be at the moment. Nice, mate. Nice. Now, uh, we were just talking about the Crusaders-Brumbies game, and uh, Marshy was very critical of uh, Stephen Larkham uh, as coach on the team that he named, really naming, naming effectively a, a B team, if you like, for the Brumbies to take on a Crusaders team who were a bit undermanned and struggling with injuries. What was your take on the lineup that you saw? Yeah, I was pretty surprised, to be fair, as well. Um, pretty similar to Marshy. I wondered uh, whether, um, you know, did they have to rest a few players due to um, no some sort of rotation? Policy? No, no? there's none of that. Yeah, Marshy actually asked um, Stephen Larkham, uh, you know, off camera, and he said, no, no, none of that. So, yeah, I was really surprised. Look, I understand I'm all for giving people opportunities early part of the season, etc. But it just seemed a an odd juncture of the season to do so. It seemed odd to do that, effectively throwing the towel in. And I know they're going to turn around and say, look, they've got the great depth and they're trying to give everyone an opportunity. But it just seemed an odd time. You know, if you're tr- struggling to build momentum in a season, it seems like it's a uh, yeah, difficult one to understand, really. Hey, Danny, mate, I really appreciate you joining us and thank you so much. In fact, I messaged Ricardo and said, you'd be the perfect guy. Uh, we so enjoy your thought process into the game and your analysis and everything you've got to offer. And equally, I kind of wanted to hit you with a decent question early doors as well. <laughs> no offense, but um, yeah, I was... Look, I, I want to get your thoughts on the midfield. Um, look, I certainly felt that Dallas McLeod and Braden Eno did a really good job against the Blues, and it actually surprised me, um, to be honest, because I, th- I thought we were lacking punch in that area. Um they teamed up again at the weekend, but I did say that I felt maybe there's an opportunity for Leicester uh, in the midfield. Are you happy with the way that we're trending in that position at the moment in 12 and 13? Yeah, I am. I'm actually a really big fan, Marshy, of Dallas McLeod. Um, I think he's got that physical presence that potentially we've lacked. Look, uh, Davey Harvilli, when he plays in the midfield, is obviously a wonderful ball player, but Dallas just straightens the attack. He runs inside shoulders really well and checks defenders. And but Brady Eno is a speed back, right? So he's always going to try and get to the outside. He's obviously a very good finisher. Mm. You're not wrong though, mate. Around Leicester, um, I thought what was very smart was the way. Obviously, he's wearing jersey eleven, but even when he scored that try off the little back peel off the line out, he was a down runner. So he's positioned and leaving from the midfield. So that's quite smart in the way that they're using him. Um, obviously, to be the first up lead carrier. So, look, I, I, I don't mind persisting with the way it's going at the moment. I believe Jack Goodhue may be back soon too from his coin injury. So, he'll obviously add another presence when he comes back. So, when you, you're obviously coaching and, and you're doing very well. Um, so, let, let's throw you into the situation that you are Crusaders back coach. Like, 
when you look at it and you go, okay, Sevu's out, um, Will Jordan's out, we're now having to play a first five at fullback. Where, where, where do you think about the balance of the back line and where you can get the best out of every player? Are, are you happy that they are basically not picking Shea Fihaki, who's a fullback, um, and they're manipulating their back line around the fact that, you know, they can put a first five at fullback? Are, are you, as a coach, is that what you think about? It's a great question, Marshy. I reckon um, two things. Obviously, I'm not sure what the reason why Shay Fihaki isn't being selected. And obviously, those in the know will, will have their reason. Um, it would seem like a really simple switch to move him to fullback or even to the wing where he's played a lot of rugby, um, even for Canterbury. Um, Fergus Burke, I think, has made a really good fist for playing fullback. But they've obviously got their reason. And the second, second part is that they're able to manipulate, as I said, with Leicester and moving him to carry your first phase. They're getting around it. Um, it just depends on how long they want to continue with that. And if Jack Goodhue is back and available soon, do they move Braden Enor to the wing? And, you know, like, does he want to be comfortable playing on the right-hand side of the field? And at the moment, mate, I'll give it a pretty good pass, Mark, because it's going okay. Um, as they go deeper into the season, I'll be interested to see if they do change their mind. What about what the Crusaders are doing um, at, at halfback at the moment, mate? Because they've got a couple of very good halfbacks who are, who are very experienced. It seems like they're kind of, uh, you know, uh, Drummond is probably just edging it at the moment. But Willie Hines is pretty good backup. I mean, how do you how do you handle that when you've got two guys who are, you've effectively probably got two number ones there? Oh, I think after you know, Mr. Drummond's had a very good career and he's. He's waited really patiently after Bryn Hall obviously has, has come over here actually to Yamaha um, and probably deserves the, the fair crack. Look, we all know Willie Hines is a very good player and ended up playing um, test matches for England, but he's probably um, really comfortable in his own skin of the role that they're asking him to play, which is to come on and either change the tempo of the game or close the game out. Very experienced, been around a really long time. He's getting a little bit long in the tooth now. So, um, look, he's a heck of a competitor in great shape too. Uh, Willie. So he'll be adding, um, you know, invaluable support to, to Mitchell Drummond. I also think they're doing a really good job just waiting in the wings with Noah Hotham and, and while I'm at it, just adding in Taha Kimura. Those two are probably the future of the franchise, in all honesty. And um, the way they're just nurturing them along is, is really good to see. All right, mate, last question. We've, we're all about um, not only in the red, but it seems as well about self promotion. So, uh, you're obviously in Japan at the moment, coaching for Yamaha. Is that what you're up to currently? Yeah, mate. I'm, at, I'm with Todd Blackadder, actually, the the, ah. the king of Christ, the king of Christchurch. We're at Toshiba, so um, we've got a pretty handy side. We've we picked up um, Richie Mwanga, which has been pretty well documented. We've got a whole stack of Crusaders here, mate. We've got Matt Todd, uh, Tom Taylor. We've had Tim Bateman. He's had a pretty good. Um, success rate in the last few while with Crusaders. Uh, we've managed to pick up Shannon Frizzell for next year. So, um, look, we're oh. trying to steal as many players out of New Zealand as many as we can. Yeah, well, you're doing it well, mate. Doing it well. You're going to have to rename yourself <laughs> the, two, the Toshiba Crusaders. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, mate, when you've got a good thing going, you just keep going back to the well, and I think that's all we're going to do. Yeah, so till till Richie uh, gets up there after the World Cup, Dan, are you, are you running the cutter at 10, are you? 
Oh, mate, I wish, mate. Not in my current physical shape, to be fair. Well, I've visited too many uh, <coughs> too many sushi bars at the moment, so it hasn't been great. <laughs> hey, mate, uh, Dan, just before we let you go, um, and, and I know that uh, Justin touched on this with the Crusaders, but at the moment, if, if the All Blacks had a test this weekend, who would be your All Black midfield? Oh, that's a wonderful oh. question. Ah. Well, Antoine Brown's not even fit, is he? So No, he's got a, he's still battling an ankle. Oh, mate, I'd have to say Jordi and Rico, just because there can't be too many other alternative options at the moment. Mm, yeah, 100%, man, 100%. All right, good stuff, Dan. Thanks very much for coming on at short notice. Really appreciate it, brother. Thanks, brother. No stress, boys. Take it easy. Yeah, you too, mate. You too.